This is the John Oakley Show podcast. The other big story, of course, the wage cap uh, that was implemented uh, by the provincial government. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of, I guess, uh, blowback on that. We were talking to Fred Hahn from CUPE as to that and uh, even intimating job action or something along those lines. So, I mean, and this could be going to the courts on a constitutional basis. Uh, could get messy, but nonetheless, the government's going ahead. And Peter Bethlen Falvey is the minister, the president of the Treasury Board, who introduced the legislation. And he's joined the Oakley Show to sort of unpack it all for us. Mr. Bethlen Falvey, good to have you on the program. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, John. So uh, the 1% wage cap, how do you arrive at 1%? I mean, there have been people who have uh, told me here it's not dramatic enough, should have been a total freeze. Why 1%? Well, uh, uh, John, let's first put it into context. Uh, Half of government expenditures are compensation, so roughly $72 billion. So it's a major component of compensation. And uh, what uh, what we proposed here is to to cap uh, increases to compensation of uh, 1% a year, so 3% over three years. Uh, we've done it in a way uh, that will protect jobs. I think a lot of people would say it's good to have some uh, some uh, frontline workers that are protected and, and a pay increase. Uh, how do you get to 1%? You know, some, some think it should be higher, of course. Uh, some said it should be lower. We, we thought it was a fair and reasonable number to get to. But, you know, at the end of the day, we have to also be very honest with the people of Ontario that we inherited uh, the highest debt in all of per GDP and, and the highest debt in uh, sub-sovereign debt in the world and a staggering $15 billion deficit. And we have to, uh, everyone's got to do a little bit. Well, you know, uh, some people were also suggesting that perhaps uh, the real soft spot to go after are benefits. I mean, the benefits are rather uh, generous, as uh, one person termed it. Uh, any reduction in benefits at all? Uh, well, this, uh, this, uh, what we've proposed here in the legislation is to cap salaries and compensation, which would include benefits under that uh, 3% over, over three years, so 1% a year. Um, I would say that uh, this is a very fair uh, people work hard for for those uh, benefits. They work hard for their salary. Uh, we've got a rock-solid uh, group here at Queen's Park who support us. And in the broader public se- sector, the nurses, the teachers, a uh, range of um, uh, public sector employees. So what we're just saying is uh, we got to do this together. Um, you know, the, the budget won't balance itself. Uh, and we have to you know, get us on it fiscal path of sustainability so that we can continue to make the big investments in health care, the big investments in social services. Uh, They they just don't happen by themselves. So how does it work then that the benefits uh, would also uh, face some kind of a freeze? Is it just based on, you know, the overall 1% uh, that the benefits are uh, uh, tied, tied into? Well, it's a good question. You know, we, when we launched this uh, consultation on April 4th, with uh, which basically all the bargaining agents uh, 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 participated in, including uh, the, the, the person you mentioned before, Fred Hahn and, and Smokey Thomas and all the groups, they all participated. And we asked for, for good ideas. I'll tell you one was one, one of their good ideas was around benefits. And they, some, many submissions said, uh, why don't we pool uh, benefits, you know, so we can get greater scale. Uh, kind of go Costco shopping for benefits where then you can get the same benefits at lower cost for the employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was one of the good ideas that uh, they came to the table. So there are ways to uh, get value for money. Uh, and, and collective bargaining and the whole process, there's many, many aspects to it. 
uh, benefits are just one piece of it. Just uh, to stay with us for a second, uh, so the overall uh, average on benefits of contributions from the taxpayer, let's say, uh, as well as the individual employee, what is it, about a one-to-one ratio for the defined benefits? Uh, you're talking about the pension yep. uh, benefits, yep. uh, one-to-one. I'm not sure uh, uh, the specific number, but, uh, you know, th- this is about uh, absolutely uh, over a three-year period doing something that is quite fair and reasonable. I think uh, many of your listeners and all Ontarians would say, you know, that's a pretty good deal where you can uh, you can get some uh, protection of your job, the frontline jobs, which we campaigned on in the, in the, the election and we got a mandate to do. Uh, without raising taxes, we campaigned on providing relief for families. Uh, we campaigned on, on getting the fiscal books in order and doing it in a way that protects, uh, you know, our, our core services like health care. I think this is a, a fair and reasonable deal. Again, with Peter Bethlenfalvy, president of the Treasury Board, on the benefits and the wages being uh, capped, well, 1% as far as the wages are concerned, and when you talk about uh, being sensitive to the idea that we've got this uh budget dragon to slay. Uh, It also has arisen earlier today in a conversation that uh, there might be efficiencies found in private sector contracting. I mean, are you uh, planning to look at that or have you looked at that? I mean, because some people, there is a perception that this is an attack on the public sector. It's, uh, you know, an easy target uh, for a conservative government. What about private contracting and procurement? Yeah, no, no, this is absolutely not uh, an attack um, on on the public sector. Uh, uh, we respect the public sector. They do a great job. What this is about is protecting frontline services. It's about protecting public sector jobs. Uh, it's about reasonable wage increases. And uh, ultimately, as you said, it's about restoring fiscal sustainability in this province, uh, something that's been sorely lacking for the last 15 years. All right, but uh, to that point, though, procurement and uh, other policies where there are taxpayer dollars involved, are they, these areas under examination as well? Well, broadly speaking, they are, because uh, I, I, I announced um, a little over a month ago that uh, we've launched a, a process to centralize procurement. Uh, we expect to get savings of at least a billion dollars within five years. Again, not a single job loss. It's uh, uh, just uh, modernizing the way we, we purchase things in government, uh, like bulk buying. In some cases, that, that's going to reduce uh, taxpayers' costs by significantly, provide value for money, and also digitizing, so making it easier and getting rid of red tape and bidding on procurements, which will also uh, help uh, be more efficient and find savings and doing government smarter. You know, it also had come up as uh, perhaps symbolic or some sort of signaling if, in fact, uh, the people in charge at Queen's Park would take a similar cap, uh, you know, just to send a signal out to the broad general populace that uh, we're living by the same edict that we're imposing on you. Was any consideration given to that? Well, absolutely. Uh, as you, as many of your listeners probably know, or maybe they don't, with their MPPs have uh, received no increase since 2008. Uh, in 2014, uh, I believe uh, legislation was passed such that uh, you couldn't even consider any form of increase until the budget is balanced. And I think, you know, everyone's got to do their part. We have to do it together, and we have to do it in a fair and reasonable way. And we're we're all in on that. All right. Uh, Peter, by the way, you anticipating any legal challenges? I think Fred Hahn uh, sort of intimated that that would be coming, or job action anyway, working to rule and so on and so forth. Uh, are you bracing for that? No, I'm, I'm not so going to speculate on what may or may not happen. We just tabled the legislation yesterday that we proposed. Uh, there's a process to, to get feedback. 
through uh, our website. There's the process through the legislature. Uh, you know, we launched this on April 4th. Uh, this is a pretty prolonged period of getting feedback, and I think that's the fair and reasonable way to go. And we've been conducted it all in good faith. So uh, so we think we're we're on the right path here. All right. And uh, like the beer store thing that I was talking about, I mean, uh, while the bill has been uh, passed, uh, the legislation, uh, it's not yet signed into law, or has it been? No, no. It just uh, was tabled. has to go through uh, all the committees and second reading and third reading, so there's still... Uh, Still some steps to go here. Yeah, sometime in the fall, I guess. Uh, Well, enjoy your time off, and I appreciate your weighing in here on the last day at the legislature. Well, I appreciate it, John, and uh, have a good summer yourself. Thank you. Peter Bethlen-Falvey again is the president of the Treasury Board on that matter. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 